Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode was originally recorded and released as a bonus episode to our Patreon in December of 2021. If you'd like to become a patron, you can join at patreon.com slash tsdwpodcast. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch bonus episode for you, <laughs> our patrons. <laughs> Each time I feel like I see you trying to figure out what month it is and what... I am absolutely doing that. And did you, did you also watch me just give up and decide to not even say it? I like it. Improvising. She's an improviser, folks. I'm an, I'm an improviser. Uh, folks, that's what I paid so much money for. Was it worth it? You decide. <laughs> yeah. I think it was. I think you're great. Don't ever change. Thank you I so love you. much. Oh, my God. I love you. Um, Tony Heads. I just wanted to start by some just a little Tony chat. Tony has a new movie coming out. Nightmare Alley. Oh, my freaking God. I haven't watched a trailer for it. I don't know if the trailer is even out. I bet it is. But just for we we all love Tony. It just seemed like we should shout out her new movie. Yeah, this is news. This is news for us. Go support our leader of our inner circle. Whenever that movie comes out, which I didn't look up. I don't know when. Just, you know, keep it on your radar. But I think soon. I think so, too. Probably. Okay. It comes out December 17th, 2021. <laughs> Hella soon. Um, and there is a trailer. Um, and that's all I know. Ooh, it has a real stacked cast here. Yeah. This is definitely stacked. Wow. Rooney Mara. I feel like Rooney Mara is not in um, content anymore. What happened to her? You know? Yeah, well, she's in this she's one. Back. And Bradley Cooper's in this one. And apparently this was maybe going to be Leo, but he turned it down. And then so was the role in Licorice Pizza was going to be Leo. But instead it was Bradley Cooper. So I don't know. Just interesting. Ooh, Bradley Cooper just getting Leo's leftovers, huh? Scooping up. Scooping them up. Scooping them up. Hey, not a bad. Making a meal out of it. <laughs> you know what? Good for you, Bradley. Good, Good for, you. for you. Yum, yum, yum. Mm, yummy. Love those Leo leftovers. <laughs> okay, let's keep going with this. <laughs> <laughs> I paid so much money to get trained in comedy. <laughs> Wait, speaking of Bradley Cooper, I just want to bring this up real quick. I don't know. You guys might already know this, but there's kind of this insane like pocket of time where a bunch of people went to Georgetown around the exact same time and they're all like super famous now. Like the university? So, yeah, Georgetown University. So Nick Kroll and John Mulaney and Mike Birbiglia were like all at Georgetown around the same time. Georgetown University, like the I mean, it's a very good school. It's a great school, but it's definitely not one you consider when you think about like comedians or even like sure. entertainers at all. Bradley Cooper also went to Georgetown. Um, I can't remember her name. I think Britt Marling. Is that right? Yeah. Britt Marling. Um, she who created the OA. Yep. Wait, am I thinking the right person? That's Britt Marling. Yeah. She, she, yeah, she was. Yeah, she was at Georgetown at the same time. 
It's just like this very strange phenomenon of like a bunch of people being a, and I don't know if there's been another moment where Georgetown has produced like so many people who became so <laughs> successful so soon after who weren't like lawyers or politicians. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know anything about Georgetown, so I I don't know. It's okay. Been, my never my my dad went to Georgetown. It's in Washington D.C. It's a very good school. It's very, very good school. It's a Jesuit school. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so it is like tied to a religion, and it's just a very like straight laced. It's like an extremely conservative. It's extremely conservative place. I think that's probably the best way to describe it. It's a very very white conservative very, yeah. wealthy university. Huh. Um, so in that way, like, yeah, of course people are going to be successful. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's you this know, list of white people is also successful who went there. Rich, white, rich, white people coming out on top. Uh-huh. Imagine that. Imagine that. So in that sense, not that surprising, but at Georgetown in like the type of people you imagine going to Georgetown university is not like John Mulaney and Nick Kroll necessarily. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that really relevant point up. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. I think that's, I'm really glad to know it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you for humoring what me. If you we guys did a are bonus my friends. episode just about where people went to college. People we don't know who aren't in, in the movies that we're talking about. I think about. this is an interesting point. Do you guys not I think, think this so is interesting too. at all? You guys are just humoring me. You don't no, think it's interesting I, I, at all. I, I know that my tone is mocking, but I but I can't seem to turn that off and I'm I, but it's not it doesn't reflect <laughs> how I feel, which is that this this is interesting. It is. Validate me. I think it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. We can talk about the movie now. Hey, what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? I've heard that the movie is really scary. That's what people keep commenting on the Instagram. Uh-oh. Well, so, okay. So, okay. Today's bonus episode movie is Creep, which came out in 2015. And you guys chose it. And it won by like a lot. I feel like I asked for suggestions and this was the one that clearly was getting the most, the most likes, the most momentum. A lot of buzz. A lot of buzz. Um, And funnily enough, I actually had just watched it like a month ago for the first time. Oh, Oh, just for fun. Just for fun. Wow, you watched a horror movie we weren't even covering as an activity. You know what's so funny? I was telling Jenna this is that Part of me feels guilty when I do that because I've done it a few <gasps> times. I watched a movie called Daniel Isn't Real. I watched Gerald's Game and we're not doing them on the pod. Just like you're cheating on us. Yes. And I feel like, oh, I feel like <sighs> you're just enjoying yourself. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? And so part of me when you guys chose Creep was like, oh, phew, I'm like, don't have to feel guilty about having seen <gasps> it anymore. Which also, I'm allowed to do things for myself, and I don't need to. You I don't need to feel yeah, guilty. Sammy, that is wild for you to feel. There's a truly no reason. I know, I know, but I just thought it was kind of funny that even part of me feels that way. So I thought I'd just tell you guys. <laughs> yeah, put it out into the open, shine some light on it. That's good. Um, but Creep <laughs> is directed by Patrick Bryce, written by Patrick Bryce and Mark Duplass, starring Patrick Bryce and Mark Duplass, and it is streaming on Netflix. Okay, I have heard of this movie. 
this I had put on my maybe list when I was trying to watch some scary things around Halloween and I was looking at lists of good streaming scary movies and this is one that I deemed too scary to watch on my own just based on the one plot so not like little just tagline that I read of it so now I get to find out what happens which is great for me because I was interested but too scared which is sort of what we do here. sort of the whole thing baby sort of the whole thing I like when Mark Duplass does scary things yeah, so we kind of talked... Like in movies, not in life. <laughs> I hope he doesn't do scary things in life. I hope not, and I wouldn't like it if he did. I wouldn't like that. But um, we talked a bit about mumble gore in our Your Next mm-hmm. episode, and this also falls into that category. Mark Duplass mm. and Patrick Brace are in that little mumble gore group, and some other mumble, core, m- mumble gore excuse me, movies are... The Innkeepers and The House of the Devil, which were both also suggested by you guys. So just know that they're they're on our list. And I am curious. Another one is Blue Ruin, which I also just watched recently, but I wouldn't call it. Cheater, cheater. (laughs) (laughs) Blue Ruin is the one that's also directed by the director of Green Room. Um, And so I, I had been really excited to see it for a while. So I treated myself to it. And I loved Wowie. it, but I wouldn't call it horror, and I I wouldn't even call it scary. It's just um, violent. Ooh. Um, okay. So Creep has a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. High, very, very high. Seventy four percent on Metacritic and six point four on IMDb. Wow, we are okay. all over the place. I know. Okay. Also, have you guys had Creep stuck in your head since we started talking about? I've had it stuck in my head all no, day. No, Radiohead? Oh, now no. it's just oh, now it's no, stuck in my head. Oh, no, but that's fun. No. Um, oh, that's what I have stuck in my head. What, what is the other creep? Is it TLC? So that, I that creep. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I've had it stuck in my head all day. Anyway. I didn't, but I will now. Okay. Me too. Uh, I couldn't find any budget or box office numbers. I think because I think it went straight to VOD release. Actually, I know that it. I know that it did. I know in my heart of hearts (laughs) that it did. (laughs) Okay. If you feel it, it's true. We honor your feelings. But Mm -hmm. I still wish I could could have found the budget because this is. uh, I would guess in the Paranormal Activity range like this looks like a no budget movie it's just these two guys with a video camera it's found footage so it's cool it's that's interesting filmmakers so they clearly knew what they were doing right so i'm sure the budget was super low and i would be curious to know it but somebody fucking tell us it yeah there wasn't too much i couldn't find that much trivia about it it was Apparently based on a conversation between Patrick Bryce and Mark Duplass, which I wrote down, but I don't even really know what to make of that piece of trivia. Mm, yeah. But- a conversation where they came up with the <laughs> right. idea for the movie. <laughs> were they talking about a movie to do and pitched it? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny because it's like, doesn't everything come right. from a conversation? Yeah, it's like, I bet they did talk about it. I'm sure they talked about it at some point. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of the only pieces of trivia that was on there. And I was like, I guess I'll write that down. <laughs> That's <funny. laughs> It's not very interesting. But <laughs> I don't 
know why it's really making me giggle. <laughs> Wait, a conversation? Wait, you, you know what's funny from... about it is because most times when there's trivia like that, it's like it came from a dream he had, and like, right? It's like okay, that's kind of cool, but it's like came from a conversation. Is yeah, just how you think of that's ideas how of things. All ideas are born. <laughs> just what it is oh, can you imagine if we were like yeah we came up with the idea for this podcast from a conversation and they put that on our like trivia list we were talking about this could be a podcast and then it, it we did it just from a conversation can you believe it oh, oh, unheard of. um and then one other thing i was just thought was notable is that this movie is 77 minutes long real crisp Oh, that that's is nice. Crisp. But still some pretty heavy lifting for just two two folks, you know? Yeah. That's true. And there is a creep two that has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What the fuck? Which I haven't seen yet, but I will watch it. And you know, maybe I'll tell you guys about it. Maybe I won't, because I get to do things for myself sometimes. Yes, you do. Yeah, you do. You do. You do. We support that. And I just like, how much do you guys know about this movie? Not, not very much. I know. I, I know literally nothing. I read. Yeah, I read a little tiny thing about like, you know, a little blurb being like, "This is a movie about this," but no more than that. Okay, let's watch the trailer at the end so that you guys can really experience this movie fresh. I want to experience it fresh. Okay, let's dive right in. We start with a character named Aaron driving into the mountains, talking to his camera. It looks like he's driving to like Big Bear or Lake Arrowhead. That's kind of the scenery. Um, This is Patrick Bryce. And he explains to the camera, like, okay, I'm on my way to this job that I got online, a thousand bucks a day to film some guy, and said, discretion appreciated. Like, I don't really know what to... So I guess I'll tell you about it. (laughs) And I don't really know what to make of that, but, you know, it's a job. Yikes. Yikes. It's already terrifying. (laughs) This is bad. Yeah, no thanks. Also... I know this isn't what I should be taking from this, but can you imagine, I, I, like, um, only a man could accept that yes, job. Yes, absolutely. Can you imagine me, like, oh, $1,000 a day, film me, discretion advised, come to my remote location. I'd be like, oh, I will die, no. which I guess yeah. is probably what is going to happen, but, <laughs> but I would assume so immediately. Yeah, no, a woman would not do this. But in Creep 2, I think it is a, a woman that, well, I don't know if it's the same plot, but I know that there's a woman in Creep 2, so just so you guys know um okay so he arrives at the house and it seems like there's no one there it's like these long stairs up to a a yellow door he's like there's the yellow door knocks on it nobody's there he's looking around he's kind of annoyed like what the heck i drove all the way out here and he looks down into the yard and there's an axe like stuck into a tree trunk and he like zooms in on it and is like "Mm, okay which, like, would you guys get weirded out by in the woods? Like, I feel like that wouldn't even... No, you wouldn't even, like, think about it necessarily. I wouldn't even think about it. Not not nearly as much as $1,000 a day come here, stranger. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I would just be like, that's where this guy chops his wood. Yeah. But, so, he gets back into his car and is about to turn around and go back home when Mark Duplass jumps 
out like into his car window like big jump scared startles him he's like hey um are you aaron and he says i'm joseph so sorry he's in like jogging clothes he's like sorry i was out for a jog i missed you like i'm so happy you're here like we're gonna have so much fun today and he's got like big energy and aaron is throughout this like pretty uh well he's you know filming so he's not talking a lot but he's it seems like he's sizing up. Joseph doesn't know what this guy's deal is. So Aaron's on edge. Joseph is like loud and having a good time. He's comfortable and is stoked that this is happening. He tells uh, Joseph tells Aaron, you have a really nice, kind face. Like, I'm really glad it's you that came. And Aaron is oh, immediately like a little weirded out by this, obviously. And Joseph uh, pulls him into a hug as he gets out of the car. He's like, this won't be weird by the end of today. Like, we're going to we're going to go so deep today. Like, a hug's not even going to be a thing. We might as well get it out of the way right now. They have a hug and <laughs> they go inside. And Joseph explains, this is my family vacation home. And I have a inoperable brain tumor. And I've been given two to three months to live. And my wife, Angela, is home. She's pregnant with our first kid. And I just want to make a, you know, I don't know if I'm going to make it to when they're calling the kid Buddy. They don't know if it's a boy or girl yet, but I don't know if I'm going to be there when Buddy's born. So I kind of just want to document my life, my day, so he can have something of me uh, to to get to know me by. (laughs) Oh, this is great. I love it so far yeah so so aaron softens at this and is like okay this is um you know a a seemingly good reason for the situation oh boy and joseph says you know just keep the camera rolling the whole time and we're just gonna yeah have something to for buddy to remember me by so he can see Uh. me the way that i was and he pays him up front. He's like, let's just get this out of the way, too. And Aaron says, okay, thank you. Great. Um, and uh, Joseph says, okay, great. Uh, I'm going to get in the tub. Come on. And runs upstairs. <laughs> and Aaron is confused and filming him as he undresses in the bathroom and is poor, is like filling the bathtub. And he's like, uh are are you sure and he's like yeah yeah we're doing we're gonna do tubby time my dad used to do this with me you're not gonna get in the tub it's like just just me you're gonna film me in the tub and it'll be like so that buddy can see what it would have been like to have bath time with me because that's something i always Uh really loved when my dad did with me and again aaron's like okay (laughs) this is so awful i'm sorry i'm like my heart's beating so fast i'm so scared i don't i hate this you know um one of our patrons commented that i think is perfect that they said this movie was too awkward for them to watch too awkward didn't watch like they had to turn it off Mm. because they were too uncomfortable and i was like that's exactly right it's like nathan for you horror like is what what is what the vibe it's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. 
Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Awful, 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 awful. Joseph says to Aaron, you know, we're going to go a lot deeper than this. So like, just, just get, get used to it. It's, it's, I don't love this logic <laughs> of like, we're going to go deeper. So get, so get, get fucking comfortable. Right. It's like, that's not how comfort works. No. Um, but so they get, he gets in the tub and we see him talking straight to camera to buddy. And he's in, putting a cup into the water and pouring it like miming as if he's bathing buddy and washing his hair and it's like sad sad and sweet he's like in the and he's playing with him like as if he's got ducks he's like do 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 boop oh like uh, playing hide and seek and then he lays back and he's like okay it's my favorite time there's candles around the bathtub and he lays back with an invisible baby on his chest and like looks down at the where the baby would be and looks right into the camera and or like sees where the he thinks the baby is looking he's like oh you like the candle you like the candle huh and then he looks right into the camera and he's like he's he's looking at the flames buddy you like those flames don't you like it's all just very un- it's like so so intimate and 
uncomfortable <laughs> and, st- <sighs> and stressful. <laughs> um, and then he lays back and they're having like a, just the the resting part of bath time. Like he's showered him and now they're just cuddling in the water. And then he he turns to Aaron and is like, he's like, it seems like, like what a waste. Like, why would I even want to go through the next couple months? Um, like, I could just end it right now if I wanted to. Like, why am I doing this to myself? Then he sinks down under the water and holds himself underwater. And Aaron gets up and is like, Joseph, Joseph. And Joseph bursts out of the water and goes like, ah, <laughs> there's so many annoying jump scares in this movie of Joseph just being a fucking freak and like, bah! <laughs> just uh. fucking with Aaron. Um, but he jumps out of the water and he's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh, I'm so sorry. That was a joke. That was a joke. Oh, my God. Look at your face. Like, you look so stressed. Like, I'm so sorry. So he's like, it felt like the mood was getting really tense. And I thought that. We should. I should lighten the mood a bit <laughs> by pretending that I was committing suicide in front of you. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> um, and then he goes, "Okay, uh, I'm sorry that I took it too far. Let's go get some air." And starts getting out of the tub. And he says, "Let's go outside. Um, you'll need a a jacket, though. It's it's cold out. You can go to my closet downstairs and grab a coat." And Aaron says, "Okay." Starts going downstairs, and he pulls open the closet. And there's a wolf mask that's also a jump scare because it's like right in full frame of the camera as he opens the closet. This wolf face, just like a scary wolf face looking back at him. He screams and uh, Joseph comes down to see what's going on. And he says, oh, you found peach fuzz. Uh, And he says, this is great, actually. You're going to love this, buddy. And puts on the wolf mask and says that. Um, again, his dad used to do this with him. There was even a song about Peach Fuzz, and he starts doing a little song and dance. Of It's long, too. I feel like it's like two minutes of him just singing and dancing with the little wolf mask on about oh Peach Fuzz, the friendly wolf. And it's just like so uncomfortable. <laughs> and yeah. And so then they're like, OK, well, now we're going to go. We're going to go on a hike. There's apparently a hike called the Healing Waters Hike. We're at the end of it. There's like a little stream or something that you can go put your feet in. It's supposed to be healing. So they set out to go do that. Don't go on a hike, man. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, you're doing it, but just don't think about think about not doing Aaron it. Aaron is following Joseph on this hike. And Joseph is just like fucking with him like he'll just run up ahead like too fast and Aaron's like I can't keep up with you and he's like come on Aaron come on Aaron like just a little bit further over here and he's like he 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 like he's being (laughs) so weird um Aaron's getting annoyed and scared you can tell and then he says like how far have we gone do you know the way do you know where we are are we lost they're just going deeper and deeper into these woods. Aaron obviously has no idea where he is. He's never been here before. And so it's like obviously very scary for him. And uh, Joseph turns around to Aaron and says, do you have any peace you need to make before you 
before you die? Like, do you need to make peace with anyone before you die? And Aaron says, um, maybe my ex. And Joseph says, your ex. And he says, no, my ex-girlfriend. He's like, I thought you said your ex, like an ax, like a chopping ax. And he's like, by the way, Aaron, did you see my ax in my front yard? And Aaron says, oh, yeah, I, I did notice that. And he says, can I ask you something? And you just be completely honest with me. And oh Aaron says, okay. And he says, when you first saw that axe, did part of you think I was going to kill you with it? And, <laughs> and Aaron says, yeah, a part of me did. <laughs> and Joseph just starts laughing and laughing. He's like, oh, my God, you really did? Oh, that is so funny, Aaron. That is so funny. Oh, Jesus. And then he like runs up ahead again and Aaron's trying to keep up with him and Why? he loses him. And yeah, I know at this point, just turn around. Um, He loses him and then the camera is just panning around in the woods, like yelling like, Joseph, Joseph. And he doesn't know where he is. And of course, Joseph eventually pops out again. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> and this time, I guess Aaron looks really mad. And Joseph says to him, oh, for a second there, um, you kind of looked like you wanted to kill me. I saw some fire in your eyes, Aaron. And Aaron's like, no, no, I'm just like, I, I just, you scared me. And Joseph's like, no, there's a little, there's an animal in you yet, Aaron. Like, I see some fire behind your eyes. And then they get to the healing waters. They eventually find it. And, but as they find it, it's, Joseph stands on the edge of this cliff and is like, Aaron, Aaron, come here, come here. I see something over here. And I was like, just so stressed, like, don't go walking over to the edge of that cliff with that man. But he does. And Joseph <laughs> just points out there's a formation in the rocks of a heart. It's like a heart pool. And mm. it is cool. Like it looks, it looks like a, a perfect heart carved into rock. And Joseph like gets quiet. He's like, you know what that is? That's a miracle. That's a true miracle right there. And it's like, come on, let's go put our feet in those healing waters. And they like set the camera down on a rock so we can see both of them now getting their feet wet. And Aaron seems to be lightening up a bit in this moment as well. Um, they seem like they're having fun for a second. Emily. Emily looks mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. It's crazy how on edge I am. I know. It's me too. very stressful. Um. So then, after they wash their feet in the healing waters, they they hug, and looks like they're have. Joseph looks like he's having a, an emotional moment. You know, reflecting on the cancer that he's going to die soon buddy like and so it makes Aaron soften and so they hug and they have a nice moment and Joseph then is like okay let's get out of here do you want to go there's a diner around here like we can go get let's go get some food and so they go to a diner and Aaron is still filming Joseph 
And there's a moment in which, as Joseph was suggesting this, Dinery's like, oh, this place is the best. You're going to love this place. And then when they get there, Joseph like looks at the menu and is like, well, let's see, what do they have here? What what kind of stuff do they have here? And it's just like subtle, but it's like, oh, he's never been here before. <laughs> hmm. Mm hmm. Fuck. Is any of this true? <laughs> Aaron doesn't really catch it. Uh, he he kind of does, but doesn't make a de big deal. He's like, oh, he's like, I thought you said the pancakes were really good. And Aaron's or Joseph says, yeah, yeah, you're right. The pancakes. Yeah. I Why mess with a good thing? Like the pancakes are what I like and gets the pancakes. <laughs> then after they get their food. Joseph asks Aaron, have you ever done anything you're really ashamed of? And Aaron thinks for a bit and he tells a story and, and Joseph's like, give me the camera, give me the camera. I'll film you. This will be fun. So they turn the camera around. My son will love this. <laughs> yeah, it is like we're getting into like a weirder and weirder. Like what? Like, yeah. Is this for buddy? What's happening? Um. Turns the camera around onto Aaron and Aaron starts telling a story about how when he was younger, he used to pee his pants a lot. And so they like have gave him a device that like straps, I guess, to your penis. And when it feels wetness, a beeping goes off on your wrist, like a little connected to a watch on your wrist. Mm. How would that help? Once, I think, once it's wet, I th aren't you? I think, yeah, that's true. Stop. That's true. It feels like similar to like potty training kids where a lot of reasons why, like that new theory that uh, is apparently really hot right now with potty training kids is um, that you just let them walk around naked because that they fucking pee and shit everywhere and they realize when it's happening. Like it's like so much of like diapers make them not realize when it's happening, I guess. Mm. So and like, that's why they don't know. To associate a certain feeling with, I need to go to a bathroom. So it seems like maybe that device is like doing that. It's letting you know, right. like, hey, this feeling is you're about to, you're peeing. So, like, before it happens, go to a bathroom. Henley, are you going to let Silas pee and shit all over your house? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, but then I was also thinking about how I heard someone was telling a story about how, like, their daughter or, some, or their sister or someone, um, just like maybe their parents took a similar tact, but like she would only poop behind the couch. <laughs> like she, <laughs> she like refused, refused to poop. Did they put a little toilet, the toilet behind the couch? No, I think it was just like a terrible potty training thing where she like, she like, for whatever reason, like what only felt comfortable enough to poop like behind the couch and refuse just refuse to do it. So that's the danger of letting your kids just like poop and pee anywhere. Is that then if what if they associate doing that somewhere in the house instead and that's of the that's the only danger. in the bathroom? <laughs> that's the only <laughs> danger. Honestly, like you're cleaning up so much like pee and poop anyway. I had another coworker who was when she was like. She was like, last night I was like trying to make dinner and Logan was making like so, so like so much noise and he was being so annoying. And like it's, I, all of a sudden he was like slipping and sliding all around the kitchen floor. And I was like, how did you get like water down there? What oh, happened? No. And then I realized, no, he just peed everywhere and then was having like his own personal slip and slide <laughs> through it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it kind of feels like it's going to happen no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> 
Wow. Anyway. Okay, so he's telling this story. Yeah, I don't really mm-hmm. understand the monitor necessarily, but it's... He says that he remembers a day on the playground with a bunch of other kids. He started peeing, and this alarm started going off, and everyone was looking at him and laughing, and he's like, and my pants were wet, and this alarm just like Aww. wouldn't stop going off. That's so much worse. Oh, my God, that's oh, I know. So much and worse. So he's like, that's the first time I remember feeling like really like a lot of sh- shame. And then it's Joseph's turn. And he's like, OK, my turn. And he's like, I have some I have something to tell you that I'm ashamed of. Oh, God. <laughs> and he pulls out his cell phone, scrolls to his photos and just starts showing Aaron a lot of photos of Aaron arriving at the house, going up, uh, knocking on the door when it wasn't answering, waiting in his car, walking up the steps. And Aaron is like, what, what the fuck? What is this? And Joseph says, you know, I didn't, I didn't know who you were going to be. I, I didn't know if I could trust you. Um, I wanted to size you up before I decided to share this part of me with you, but it was wrong and I shouldn't have done that. And I'm really, really ashamed. And I, w- I want to be totally honest with you about everything. Like you've been so good to me today. And like, could you forgive me? I, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so ashamed that I did this. And- okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's Aaron's reaction as well he's just like uh yeah okay yeah i guess we can put that behind us (laughs) um and now it's nighttime and they're Mm -hmm. going back to the house and aaron says i think i'm think i'm gonna go home now he's at the bottom of the stairs as joseph is kind of on the midpoint of the stairs looking down at him all backlit. It's a really great shot. It's like very creepy. He's just a little silhouette. And Aaron says, like, I think I'm going to go. Joseph says, no, you're going to go? What? Like, I was about to pour us a whiskey. And Aaron says, no, like, I think I'm I'm ready to to head home. And Joseph says, come on, like, this has been a really emotional day. I think we should commemorate our day with just a little toast. Um... And then you can be on your way. And um, I like I need to film a little sign off for Buddy. Like the film can't just end. Like I have to film a film a goodbye. <laughs> what a perfect film for Buddy too. <laughs> Buddy's gonna fucking love this film. Yeah, he's gonna love it. Uh, so Aaron reluctantly agrees. Goes inside. They have a a glass of whiskey. And. They are sitting at the table, and Joseph asks Aaron, Why, why'd you take this job? And Aaron s- seems confused, he's like, um, for, for the money? And Joseph's like, it's for the money, huh? For the money. You're like, are you struggling with money, Aaron? You having money problems? Aaron says, no, not, not really. He's like, but bet you could probably use more money, though, right? Aaron's like, yeah, I mean, always, yeah. And Joseph says, well, I'm, I have too much. I have a lot of money, and I want to give you some money. 
and Aaron is caught off guard by this. He's like, no, like, no, that's a, that's okay. Um, Joseph is like, we're friends and I have it. Like, if you saw that I was hungry and you had food, wouldn't you give me food? Like I have an excess of something and you have a lack of it. We're friends. I want to give that to you. And Aaron's just doesn't totally know how to react to this. And then Joseph says, there's a check in your boot right now. And the camera like pans down and he reaches into his boot and Joseph goes, I'm fucking with you. Like, no, there's not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And he's like, but the fact that you looked means that you want it and you need it. And let me give that to you. Like, I want that. I want to be able to do that for you. I want to I want to give you some money I want to do that for you um like we're friends and you know for the sake of you know I said I wanted to be honest with you I wanted to be honest and open with you I do want to tell you that I did lie to you about something (laughs) (laughs) um and I I just I I want to get it off my get it off my chest but this isn't this isn't for buddy so can you turn the the video camera off and Aaron says okay but he so he turns like the video portion off but keeps recording audio so this is all just uh black with subtitles so we can hear what Joseph is saying and he says i lied to you about peach fuzz peach fuzz wasn't from my dad my dad didn't give me that my dad didn't ever do that with me um he says there's one night that i was try i was trying to work and our internet was going really slow at home me and like me and angela at our place and someone said that our browser history was too full and so i went at through our browser history and oh Aaron the things I the things I saw oh horrible horrible stuff a a lot of pornography mostly animal pornography people having sex with animals and I didn't I didn't look at that stuff and Angela is the only other person in the house um and so we were out here in our in our, at our family home on vacation when I found this out and I was so disturbed that I told her I had I got called into work and but I didn't get called into work I drove 3 hours into a town and I bought peach fuzz I bought that mask <laughs> oh my god <laughs> okay and i came back and i waited until the middle of the night and i broke in through the bedroom window (laughs) where my wife was sleeping and with peach with the mask on peach fuzz mask on and i tied her up and we proceeded to have the most passionate sex we've ever had uh she i've never seen her look so happy um and then afterwards i left and i came back the next day and asked her how her night was and she said it was fine and just like sit 
in the silence of that story for a bit. <laughs> and then Joseph says, I raped my own wife, Aaron. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then we just see the camera turning back on and Joseph smiley again and talking straight to camera like, okay, buddy, like, I hope you enjoyed this look into my life. I love you so much. Um, you're like the greatest gift. And the camera just moves and gets up and Aaron's like, okay, we got it. Like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving now. Uh, and Joseph's like, what? Like, I didn't even finish my sentence. I don't think I'd like to do another take of that. I don't think we got it. Aaron's like, no, 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 we got it. We got it. And is looking around. He grabs his jacket. And of course, he's like, have you, have you seen my keys? Where are my keys? No, 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 Classic, classic, Don't let those keys out of your sight, my dude. And Joseph says, did I freak you out with my rape story? Aaron, did I freak you out with my rape story? I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. You can stay here. It's dark. You've had alcohol. You should stay here. You can go home in the morning when it's light. We'll be able to find your keys then. It'll be brighter. It'll be easier to see where they are. Aaron is looking really stressed. Also, worth noting, Aaron is much bigger than Joseph. And so there's like Mm. so many times in this where I'm just like, it's also very, well, we'll talk about this a bit at the end. But so, okay. So he, Aaron is, you can tell, obviously scared, wants to be out of there, doesn't know what to do. He's pacing around and then he kind of switches and he's like, okay, yeah, all right, I'll stay here. And the camera is set down on the table. so. We see Joseph sitting at the table with his uh, back to the kitchen, which is where Aaron is. Aaron's like, let me get us another glass of whiskey. And we see Aaron pouring the whiskeys and putting something in one of them. And he turns back with it, hands that one to Joseph. His Aaron's glass has like a finger of whiskey. Joseph's is like filled to the brim. <laughs> and he's like, bottoms up. Joseph says, bottoms up? bottoms up with this cup and he's like all right thinking we're having fun now and he downs the whole cup and it's like okay let's take let's take a uh, that goodbye again let's do another take of that and Aaron says great sets the camera sets it up Joseph starts saying buddy I love you so much starts fumbling over his words as he is he's like "Hmm. is it is that do you have a taste in your mouth do you have a taste in your mouth like this is whatever is in his drink is starting to hit him he passes out and i think he walks over to the fireplace before he passes out so he passes out what did joseph have on hand i no, or aaron have on hand yeah aaron Aaron have on hand that that was my first thought too he's like oh good thing i keep my roofies in my pocket at all times they do have a line to explain it that i think he finds benadryl at the house but also does benadryl like knock you out no definitely not definitely they call it benadryl at one point Maybe if he put if he put a lot of it but in like there, you would see Benadryl in whiskey if you put a lot of it in. Yes, yes. I'll, the, uh, even if you put like four pills in, I don't think it would knock you out. 
Oh, I guess I think of Benadryl okay. as liquid, as the pink. Oh, what is what is the pink? I'm thinking of Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah, Benadryl is pink on the package, but I don't think the things themselves are pink. Oh, well, the pills, the pills are pink, but I don't know. There might be liquid Benadryl, too. I don't know. Anyway, who cares? Okay, who the cares? point is, he passed out. The point is, I've taken two Benadryl before, and it makes you a little sleepy, but definitely does not make you pass out. Uh, well, he passes out by right in front of the fireplace, like on the little ledge in front of the fireplace, and Aaron starts yeah, feeling in his pockets, looking for his keys. He's pat patting around and can't find anything. And then Joseph's phone rings, and Aaron takes it and goes into the bathroom and is whispering and answers it, and he says hello. And it's a woman's voice, and Aaron says, Angela, is this Angela? And the woman says, yes, which I'm pretty sure this woman's voice is Katie Aselton. I think it's Mark Duplass's wife, but she's uncredited, mm. but just a something I, a theory I have. Mm. Um, and he says, is this Angela? She says, yes, who's this? And he says, this is Aaron, um, your husband. I, I'm here with your husband. I, I think I need help. Like, I don't know what he's doing, but I think he took my keys. And she's like, my husband? Like, what are, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, you're Angela, right? And she says, yes. And she says, Joseph is my, my brother and he is not mm-hmm. well. Like, what are, what mm-hmm. are you doing there? How do you know him? And Aaron says, I came here to film him because of his brain tumor. And she says, Aaron, you gotta, you gotta get out of that house. Just, just leave right now. And he says, he took my keys. I don't, and she's like, just go on foot. Just like physically get out of the house. Just don't stay there. How unwell is your brother, miss? Yeah, I don't know. Well, we're about to find out. <laughs> but can you imagine being like, oh, yeah, that's my brother. Um, Get out. No. <laughs> yeah, just don't be alone with him. Get out He'll of the house. You. He'll hurt On you. On foot he will harm at you. night. They call the police. Call yeah, the police. also, yeah, she, I hope she called the police. Call the police. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. He, he hangs up and goes back into the living room and Joseph is gone. Fuck. Oh, my Fuck. God. Call the, Fuck. call the police. Uh, Fuck. I wonder if he does call the police. I can't remember now. Uh, I don't think he does no. in this moment. He will later, but <laughs> not now. Oh, my God. Uh, so he's got the camera. We've got a lot of the panning shots looking for Joseph. And it's very stressful. He opens the balcony sliding door and pans right. And pans left and pans right again. And then left and Joseph is right there. And Joseph is like, why? What did you give me, Aaron? Why did you why did you do that? He's out of it. Oh, God. Um, And then Joseph starts crying and he says, oh, he yes. says, I, I don't want to die. I don't want to die, Aaron. I don't want to die. And Aaron says, Joseph. I know I know that I know what's going on here. Like I know you're lying and I know you need help, 
Like, can I take you somewhere? Like, I think you need help and I want to help you, which is crazy. Like, but also maybe just a technique of trying to like be nice to him. He's like, I know you're suffering. I know you need help. I let me help you. His sister said, get out of the house. I know. Uh, Get out. His sister said that to you. She said, get out. She didn't say, I'm coming. Oh, my brother. Oh, I here's the deal with my brother. She said, get out of the house. <laughs> get out of the house. It's not very helpful, sister. But it's also like, get the fuck out of the house. Yeah, don't try to help this man. Just get out. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, and he, as he says, I know you're troubled. Joseph gets this look in his eyes like he's caught. And he darts downstairs. They're on the second floor. And so Aaron will need to go downstairs to get out of the house. And so Joseph has darted downstairs and it catches Aaron off guard. He takes a second to kind of grab his shit and grab his coat. And he goes down after him. And Joseph is wearing the wolf mask, blocking, blocking the front door. No! Uh, Aaron says, Joseph, are you going to let me, are you going to let me leave? Joseph shakes his head. No. And Aaron says, are you, are you just trying to scare me? And Joseph nods. Yes. And Aaron says, well, it's, it worked, man. You fuck, I'm fucking terrified. I'm scared. Like, what do you, what else do you want right now? Like. I want to get the fuck out of here. Like you did it. You proved it. You proved that you fucking scared me. And Joseph starts growling <laughs> and rubbing his butt in circles on the door. And he's like sexy, like what? dancing on the door, grinding on the door, growling. <laughs> and Aaron's like, stop, stop it. Stop it. What are you, why are you doing that? And he's just like, Ugh, uh, like rubbing his oh butt in God. circles on the door and then they run at each other camera falls down and we just hear a scuffle and it cuts to black camera comes back on a wide shot in the woods of joseph dragging a big garbage bag through the woods he has two big garbage bags and a shovel gets to a place in the woods and starts digging a hole. And we sit on this shot of him digging a hole for a while. And then we hear, okay, so what we're looking at and the camera like turns around and we see Aaron back in his home and turns the camera to show that we were watching that on his TV and that Joseph has sent Aaron this tape. And he's like, so he knows where I live. So that's not good. He's like, after, you know, I got out that night, I drove home. I like got my keys and drove home. Like nothing happened. He didn't hurt me. Um, But I just got this tape. And so I guess he knows where I live. He knows where I live. And I guess this isn't over. He, Aaron is like very freaked out and sleeps that night with the camera set up facing him in bed and he's kind of talking to be- t- talking to the camera at one point and saying I've been having like 
this guy's gotten so in my head. I've been having these fucked up dreams. I had a dream we were in a heart-shaped jacuzzi and uh, he was wearing the peach fuzz mask. And then I realized I was wearing a peach fuzz mask too, but it was like a baby wolf mask. And then I looked down and my whole body is a baby. I'm a baby wolf and he's giving me a tubby tubby time. Oh my god. <laughs> this fucking movie. Oh my god. Um but just this kind of night visiony look of the camera is really scary the way that it's set up you just keep expecting someone to be in the back in the in back the of it yeah pop out through the back. It doesn't. We see the next day a big box is delivered to Aaron's house. He opens it. Right on top is a big knife. And a little DVD that says, watch me. And he puts it in. It's a no. It's another video from Joseph who says, I'm sorry about the last tape. I, I reacted from a place of anger. I wanted to scare you. Um, but that was not right of me. That was fucked up. And I, I'm sorry. And I just wanted to get you this gift to apologize. And if you have, like, I, you've obviously found the tape, probably found the knife, but if you haven't found the third gift, like, look in the box again. And he digs around in the box, and there's a stuffed animal, Wolf. And Joseph says, you know, I said I saw that wolf inside of you, and I know that there's, I know that there's a wolf inside of you, and um, so I want you to let that out with that knife on that wolf because you'll never know what you find inside of it. Something like that. But he's basically telling him to like let out his animal urges open. by stabbing this little stuffed animal wolf with the knife he has provided. Aaron looks like well, I'm not going to do that and just starts ripping the with his hands, rip, rips the stuffed wolf open and pulls out a locket. Uh. And it's a little heart, oh my God. a heart locket with a photo of each of them in it, and he sh okay. shows it. <laughs> Creep, yeah. And Aaron shows it to the camera and says, "Okay, time to call the cops." And he calls the cops, yeah. and we just hear his side of the conversation, where he's like, I'd like to support to report a stalking, and a person is, is sending me th threatening videos, and his name is Joseph, or at least I think his name is Joseph. He might be lying about his name. No, I don't know his last name. Like, what do you mean you can't do anything without a first or last name? Like, I, I, this guy's following me. I'm, I feel like I'm in danger. And we just hear that the cops are not really, they're like, we can't do anything if you don't know who he is or where he lives. And he's like, oh, I looked up the place that I met him at and it's just a rental place. He doesn't own it. He's not like he, he, so he truly doesn't know who this man is. And the cops are like, well, we can't really help you then. Um, That night in bed, again, he is on edge talking to camera he's like i'm like a little freaked out to fall even fall asleep and i uh, like i don't know what to do i don't know what to do about this guy and do you have like a friend yeah i know 
Yeah, that would help. <laughs> a friend would help. Um, and he hears a noise and he like jumps out of bed, turns all the lights in the house on. He's like, lights on, lights on, lights on, like pacing around the house. He's like, hello, Joseph, if you're here, like, stop it. Like, what do you want? And I haven't, I have the knife still, like I'm holding the knife. Don't like even try to fuck with me. And the camera is just set up in his room so we can see through his bedroom doorway to the front door. And Aaron is standing there and then walks to like do a lap of the house to, to inspect. And as he moves away from the front door, we see Joseph just standing at the front door. Ah! looking inside <laughs> watching Aaron and uh, as we see Aaron come back into the room uh, like closer to camera Joseph sees his movement too and like ducks or, like runs out of the way of, of the door so Aaron doesn't see him but still opens the, f- the front door to try to no to, to inspect further what the noise was and he's got, got the camera with him. So now he's walking down the little alley between houses and looking around. He doesn't see anything except uh, his trash can is knocked over. And uh, he doesn't know what to make of it. And so he's like, okay, fuck it. Goes back inside, locks all the doors again. And yeah, well, <laughs> and then sets we see the camera turn on at nighttime in his room <laughs> this is so he's stressful. sleeping he is not the one that has turned on the camera <laughs> oh. and the camera just, someone picks up the camera and just films him and like tracks the camera down his whole body it like lifts up the blanket to just show his feet which is really creepy films his feet and then cuts off a piece of his hair and then sets the camera down. Aaron wakes up the next morning and he has a new video delivery. Uh, Joseph has cut a hole in his screen of his bedroom window and like shoved this little DVD through there. And there's a new video of Joseph talking straight to camera and he says, you know, he holds up the first video dvd of him with the trash bags to camera and he's like i can see why you would throw this away this video was upsetting and i apologized for it but i can see why you'd be mad about it and want to throw it away but this and he holds up the locket he's like this was a gift that came straight from my heart as a peace offering so for you to throw that away really hurts my feelings like i'm a lonely sad person aaron and you're the only person that has been nice to me and I know I haven't treated you right, but like I'm, I'm so alone and so lost and I just like wish I could do over our relationship. Like I truly gave that locket to you because I want to like make it right. And I want to, I want to be friends and I like need someone in my life. And so if you would be willing to meet with me at a lake, at a public place in daytime, like there'll be people around. You can tell people where you're going. Like there's no risk. You just come like we can talk it out and like I want to make this right. And for some 
unknown reason. I guess Aaron is like, I don't know how to make this end. And so he's... Yeah, maybe this will make it end. So Aaron goes, he sets up the camera to film himself from a from a distance so he's at this bench at the end of a, the lake that he's meeting joseph at so he's the only one in frame aaron sitting on this bench facing the water and we see aaron walk up behind him joseph. sorry joseph walk up behind him and he's got his peach fuzz mask he puts his mask on and pulls out his axe and he just stands behind Aaron for a while just looking at him Aaron inexplicably never turning around and looking for (laughs) this man that is stalking him and making his life miserable and Joseph does lifts the axe does a little like practice like aiming it right for Aaron's head and then pulls it back and swings it down right on Aaron's head. Aaron slumps over. The shot looks really good for this being such a like low budget. Like this looks like a man getting axed in the head. And it show oh it shows God. it it can't like cut because <laughs> it's nobody is in this moment like operating the camera. Um and Aaron dies. And what? Then we Cut to now. Does no one in this public park see this man? Ox? I guess not. No? Not, pub- not, not public not enough. Not public huh. enough. And then we cut to, uh, we see now that Joseph is watching this tape of him killing Aaron. And he says to Cameron, like, Aaron, it was it was smart of you to film that. But like, why did you never turn around? Like, why wouldn't you turn around? That seems so weird to go to meet me and then just kind of look at your phone like that's. And you know why you did that? It's because you're the greatest person in the world, Aaron. What? And that's why you'll always be my favorite. And he <laughs> takes the tape out and he gets a phone call. He says, hey, uh, Bobby here. Yeah, the job, it's easy. Like, you just come and film me. Like, all you need is a video camera, a thousand bucks for the day. He's walking over to a closet, opens the closet, takes the tape of Aaron that's labeled Aaron, and puts it in this closet that is just filled with videotapes of all different names. Kevin. Mm -hmm. What? What not? Like, it's like a hundred tapes in there. And that's the end of the movie. (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is this movie about? Uh, what? So like, what's up with the sister? Right? Like, yeah, the sister like knows. Yeah, if you're that, if you're that sister, you're you're culpable here. This is yeah, I bl- yeah. That's a, a what do you call assistance? Assistant murder? It's <laughs> assistant murder. Assistant murder. Uh, well, and also aren't like fuck. That, this is what I want to know: Is there someone out there who's like a serial killer who is murdering a bunch of people who we don't even know about? Do you know what I mean? Like, can you really get away with murdering a hundred people in this way, and no one, no one knows about you or looking after you? Whatever. I guess we have to throw we throw our yeah rationale out the yeah. window here. Yeah, I don't know, but it's very stressful and. 
a really Ooh. genius little film because it's it's so simple and it's so scary and it's just <sighs> we've talked before just like the scariness of strangers and like craigslist like this is why the rental was so scary it's like mm-hmm. you put your life in strangers hands a lot um in Ugh, today's mm-hmm. world and you mm. just never know what's gonna happen yeah God, that's fucking scary i'm what i wonder what the second one is yeah so the second one is a woman and so yeah i'm curious about it i i will watch it and mark duplass yeah. and they okay. are making a third currently <laughs> oh i yeah that was very scary mark um, duplass can play creepy yeah, very easily he's super creepy in it um yeah. But it's funny because it wasn't, I like, it's just an, it wasn't yes, it's like scary? an interesting kind of scary. The like Nathan for you brand of scary is really, because it's like <laughs> yeah. you're just so uncomfortable, uncomfortable the whole time. Well, funny games yes. was like that, but way worse because it was so much more violent and like so much more yeah. drawn out. Where it's like someone just fucking playing with you and toying with you and you're just like yeah, oof, watching it. Um, Sammy, thank you so much. Wow, um, that was wow. We, yeah, I feel bad, and I need to, I need to go have like a nice cup of tea yeah. or something. Yeah, that one's gonna. That one is. That one is something. That yeah. made me very, very uncomfortable. Yeah, and it, like very, very uncomfortable. Yeah, it did stick with me also because it, it's <laughs> one that you'll think about <laughs> when you're home alone. I said. <laughs> Um, no one pick up any jobs from Craigslist, okay? Definitely no. not. Or put on your fucking location services and tell a hundred fr- hundred friends where you go. Have friends, tell them. Mm-hmm. All, the, all time. the time. All the time. Um, mm. but okay, you guys, we still have to watch the trailer. Oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. All right, we are, uh, leaving the flatlands and we are heading up towards the mountaintop. The ad said $1,000 for the day, filming services. Discretion is appreciated. A yellow door. I'm realizing that no one knows I'm here. Hi! Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to scare you. I'm assuming you're Aaron. Yeah, I'm Aaron. Joseph. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is gonna be a good day. So the reason I've hired you is because I have terminal brain cancer and I want you to film me to make a video diary for my unborn son. You ready for this? Okay. Joseph! This is called an adventure. Woohoo! We don't know exactly where we're going. <laughs> but I have a feeling. When you follow those feelings, great things can happen. Don't ever forget that. Joseph! <laughs> There was about two seconds there where it looked like you wanted to kill me. Joseph, I think I'm gonna head back. You see my keys? One drink, okay? Bottoms up.
get out of that house right now. Why do you look scared? Don't be scared. It'll all be over soon. Oh my god. I'm really glad we didn't watch that first because honestly it gives like kind of the whole movie away. But uh, but honestly, like you knew from the fucking first seconds that this movie was being talked about like the, oh, that it was going to be bad. Mark Mark Duplass Duplass is, is very creepy. So, so creepy. creepy. Oh my god. Him right at the beginning just being like, it's going to be a good it's day. Gonna be a good day. <laughs> oh, I hate it. 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 Um, I don't know. I feel bad. I feel bad. Yeah, that was... I feel bad. It's, <laughs> I mean, imagine watching it twice in one month. No, Sammy. That's what I did. <laughs> proud of you. I liked it. Proud of you. Wow. Okay. So, okay. Well, there it is. <laughs> we did it. Tony heads. Freaking did it. You picked a good one and yeah. we love you for it. We, we love really you forever do. and ever and ever. Thank we you, Tony. Really do. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> for starting this group. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Thank, Thank you to Tony, you, Tony. herself. <laughs> uh, oh, love you guys. Boy. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you like the show, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And if one episode a week just is not enough for you, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast to become a patron and receive all sorts of extra goodies from us, including bonus episodes, reactions and more and no matter what we will see you right here next week for another episode we love you so much bye that was a headgum podcast